0: did you hear the good news you don't have to run man hide. you can drop all your defenses his arms
1: are open
2: wide this is wcno palm city
1: the good news station morningside
0: academy the first private school in port st Lucie, has been providing academics with excellence since 1987. Morningside Academy offers private Christian education in a godly atmosphere, teaching truths that will last a lifetime. Morningside Academy provides excellence in academics, athletics, and the arts while developing Christ-like leaders for today and the future. For more information, call 772-335-3231.
2: G4 Summer Camp is here, 10 weeks of Super Summer Camp has already started. Free breakfast and lunch. Drop off as early as 6.30am and pick up as late as 6pm. Huge AC game room, slime wars, water days, field trips, swimming, movies, bowling, parks, beaches, museums, cultural exhibits, laser tag, board games, video games, and much, much more. Every Friday there is a fantastic theme party. G4 Summer Camp is located at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce, Florida, right in the heart of St. Lucie County. Easy access to I-95 and the turnpike. Ten weeks of kid-tested fun has already begun. Space is still available, but limited. For registration or more information, the number is 772-464-1597. That number again is
1: 772-464-1597. Golden Rule Academy K-12 Private Christian School. As parents, you want to make the best choice to empower your child to succeed. At Golden Rule Academy, we have the same goal. Let us help you educate and inspire your children to dream big. We offer accelerated curriculum, reasonable class sizes, Caring and involved instructors as well as art, music, physical ed, tutoring and extracurricular music lessons and of course sports programs including high school football. Our mission is to build confidence and to teach a love for learning. Golden Rule Academy is now enrolling for the 2012-2013 school year. Space is limited and scholarships are available for qualifying students. You can reach our office at 772 464 1597. That number again is 772 464 1597. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth Radio Broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8, 32 says, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you.
0: Somebody said, i got to move on. <laughs> he said, this is how you move on. The way you move on, he says, the way you get there is you've got to leave behind continually repenting from dead works. He said, so What does that mean? Coming to God over the same thing every week. And week after week after week after week after week after week after week, after week, after week with the same problem. He said, Go ahead and get healed. Move on. Hmm? I mean, there comes a time in your life when you've got to start getting over what you've been trying to get over. Amen. Many, a lot of times in our life, we we, we spend our we spend our time and our days preoccupied with what we used to be, and we keep letting what we used to be hinder us from what God wants us to be. Well, you don't know what I've been through. Well, get past in. I serve a mighty God, a great God. You say, Well, I got this spirit over here. Stronghold strongholding this come on you know what the most powerful spirit is on the Treasure Coast come on now it's the Holy Spirit it's the Holy Ghost hmm you don't have to be on the defensive squad anymore you can get on the offensive squad you can score a few touchdowns for Jesus come on you don't have to play defense come on you you have an offensive weapon it's called the Word of God And when you mix it with a little bit of faith, there ain't a demon in hell that can stand against it. I mean, the greatest battle of your life is never over who you are and who you used to be. It's not. That's not the real battle of your life. The enemy is not contending with you over who you used to be versus who you are. That's, that's not the deal. Amen. I don't care if what you used to be y- yesterday or ten years ago is still plaguing your mind today. The real battle for your life is not between what is here and what was there. Because how many know that Jesus always, always, always speaks to your past redemptively? Yes, He does. Thank you, Lord. He had a redemptive plan. Yes, He did. He set it in motion. And for some of y'all that don't know this, he completed it. Hmm? So how do you know that? Because when Jesus was hanging out right before he gave up the ghost, he said, it is finished. Meaning it's all done. Not I'm finished. It is finished. He wasn't saying, I'm done, I'm done, I'm finished. I can't do this no more. These people have killed me. He was saying, No. It is finished. I've come and done everything I needed to do for you to live in perfect liberty and perfect freedom and live the overcoming lifestyle that I have provided for you. Come on, somebody say, It is finished. Hmm? He always has a redemptive plan for what you did and who you are. Because before you ever messed up, He already fixed you. I know that might mess with some of your minds this morning, but that's the truth. Before you ever said a cuss word, before you ever fell into sin, before you ever got drunk, before you ever cheated, he already fixed you. Come on now. The Bible says, for while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He didn't wait till you got all cleaned up. He didn't wait till your house got cleaned out. He didn't wait till you stepped into church. He did it before you ever even knew who he was. Hmm. He didn't say, well, I see you're wearing a suit to church I think I'll redeem you. (laughs) It's about time you got your act together. No, 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 no. That's not what he did, ladies and gentlemen. Amen? That's not how he works. He said, I'm going to redeem them while they're messed up. I'm going to redeem them while they're possessed and oppressed. I'm going to redeem them when they don't even know they need a redeemer. I'm going to redeem them when they're full of the devil and full of the world. I'm laying it out there first. Come on, somebody ought to shout this morning. Amen? I'm going to fix them before they know they even need to be fixed. And I'm going to put in place a redemptive plan that can never be taken away. I'm going to put in a thing called the finished work of the cross. And give them the life that I created for them. Before they ever even know they got a life that was created for them. I mean, that takes a big God. Hmm? So the battle of my life is, is not between what I used to be and what I am. The real battle of my life is really between who I am and who I can be. Hmm? That's the battle. Who I am right now, and who can I be? What can I do that's different? How can I increase? Hmm? Come on, somebody. Hmm.
1: And now we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County, At 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship service starts at 10 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church that has been serving our community for the last two years. There's a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church. Whether it's our monthly senior meetings, children's church, or youth group, there's something for everyone. We've been experiencing a powerful move of God in our services, and we would love for you to come and visit with us. If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for the whole family.
2: So
0: how many know as long as the enemy keeps me occupied with what I used to be and what I used to do, the things that I've struggled with, the things that I've been bound in, then how many of you know you're never going to move on? You're just going to keep trying to fix what was wrong. When what was wrong was already fixed. Oh, satarabasata. Come on now. Come on, look at somebody. And say, I said, I got to move on. I got to move on. Yeah, if you believe that this morning, say yes. Here's what he said. He said, "Faith is the substance of things hoped for." I mean, if hope is gone, faith left a long time ago. Hmm. Because faith is the very substance of what you're hoping for. If you have no hope, that means you have no desire. And if you have no desire, then faith ain't got nothing to focus on. How many know faith focuses on desire? Amen. Thank you for that, Carlos. I'll try that again for everybody else. Faith has to focus on something, it has to focus on desire. Amen? God had a desire for you, He sent Jesus by faith. Hmm? Mark 11, 24, here's Jesus, the famous faith scripture of all time. Everybody goes, oh, it's a name it, claim it, blab it, grab it. No, 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 listen. Jesus said, and whatsoever things you desire. Whatsoever things you desire. Whatsoever things you desire when you pray. Listen, if you don't know what, you, what, you, what your desires are, what you're hoping for, the word... Then, then how are you going to get into faith? How are you going to have faith for anything? Amen. You just walk around like a big dummy going, well, I think I'll have that in Jesus' name. I think I'll take that in Jesus' name. They don't even have a desire for it. That's why we got all these people out there going blab it and grab it because they're yeah, so I'll just take it all. Now, what do you desire? Do you desire to see your kids straighten out? The desire to see your house full of love. The desire to have peace when you go to sleep. The desire to see your checking account full and overflowing. Come on now. What do you desire? Whatsoever things ye desire when you pray. Come on somebody. How many know that, that, that word hope means to bring to an expected end? That's what hope means. To bring to an expected end. How do you believe there's something different at the end of your road than what you're walking in right now? Come on, there's more. If this is all there is, then let me go ahead and check out and drop me in the ground and somebody saying amazing grace over me and let me go. I've got to believe there's more. Hmm? Your desires have to be present for your faith to have something to focus on. You have to have desire for faith to focus. When Jesus comes and he awakens your faith, it's to bring you to the desire of your heart. And watch this. This is good. He gives you the desires of your heart. And that doesn't mean what you're desiring He gives you. It means that He puts those desires in your heart. So now your faith's got something to focus on because God put a desire in you. Come on, it's a God-shaped hole for the things of God. Oh, Jesus. This lady come to R.W. Schambach one time. She got in a prayer line. And R.W. Shamrock said, he said, what do you want me to pray for you? And she said, oh, just pray for anything. He said, I laid my hands on her. He said, God, kill her in Jesus' name. (laughs) She said, no, 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 don't pray that. He said, well, woman, make up your mind what you want. What do you desire? Because until God has focused desire, faith cannot be released. Hmm? What do you want God to do in your life this week? What do you want God to do in your children this week? What do you want God to do at your job this week? Huh? Well, if He put desires in your heart to see those things that are godly done and those things that are around you, then there you go. Put your faith on Him. Become the person of faith. Walk in faith. Believe God by faith. Come on, now faith. Whatever it is you desire, then your faith can have something to latch on to. It can grab a hold of it. But listen, you got to understand that faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the title deed. It's the evidence of things that are not yet received. It's not seen, but it has substance. It's in the unseen realm, but it has substance. It says, for by it, the elders retained a good report. Amen. Something they could not see, they got a good report on. Amen? many I mean, uh, the way they got through the life and had a testimony wasn't just necessarily by their bloodline. It wasn't by their education. It wasn't by their skill. It was by their faith. Come on, it was by their faith. We read Hebrews chapter 11. We've been up and down that chapter, I don't know how many times in this church. But it was all by faith. By faith, David. By faith, Moses. By faith, Noah. Amen? And all these people were all messed up. Just like you. Huh? And just like me. Woo, all kinds of backgrounds. The first one was the first murder victim in the world. Look about that. By faith, Abel. First guy to ever get murdered. Come on, amen. All the way to Abraham. I mean, Abraham was a stargazer. He was an astrologer. Fortune, he went to fortune tellers and witches. And God saw something in him and he said, I'm going to change his name make him father many nations. I'm going to put a covenant with him make a blessing to everybody. And through his bloodline. I mean, at the beginning of his life, he had been going to a wizard instead of God. All the way up through Moses, who grew up in the house of Pharaoh, floated down a river, ended up being raised by his mama as a nursemaid. And I love this, this one. We talked about this a few weeks ago. The only one in the list where they list their occupation. Rahab the harlot. They didn't say Moses the deliverer, Noah the ark builder. They get to Rahab and say, Rahab the harlot. Come on, by faith. Amen. He talked about all these great heroes of faith, and he began each verse with this word, by faith, Abel, by faith, Enoch, by faith, Abraham, by faith, Moses, by faith, Sarah, by faith, David, by faith, Samson, by faith. Somebody say, by faith. faith. You are starting to get in the message this morning? Yes, hmm? He said, I don't know what their resume is, but here's the qualifying agent about every one of them. They did it by faith. They did it by faith, amen? They came by faith. They kept their faith no matter what they went through. They kept their faith. They stayed in faith. They kept coming by faith. Can I just tell you something this morning, ladies and gentlemen? The enemy is not after your car. He's not after your Rolex. He's not after your house. He's not even really after your kids. We think God. You think, oh, the devil's after my children. No, 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 no. What the, really the devil is after, he's after your faith. Because if he can get your faith, he can paralyze you in fear. Hmm? Hmm? If he can get you to stop walking in faith and being on the offense and get you on the defense, he can keep you bogged down at the altar just sorting out the issues of your life the rest of your life. And you will never be focused on what God's called you to do. He's after your faith. He wants to paralyze you. Amen? Guess what? If he can paralyze your faith, then he can get your stuff. Then he will get your children. He will get your car. He will get your house. He will get your Rolex. He'll get it all. He wants to destroy your faith. Daniel 7:25 says this. It says, "In the days that would lead up to the coming of the kingdom of God, that the enemy of our life would come to wear out the saints." Wear you out. Just work on your mind. Just keep you so bogged down in the culture of the world and in this postmodern time that we live in that you can't even function because you got so much on my mind. You're worried about this and worried about that and what are the kids doing and and where? you're and, and so worn out. And he set this whole system of this whole culture up to tear down the saints. Come on, somebody. Somebody say, we're out. We're out. You know, that word in the Hebrew is not talking about being worn out in the physical. It's not talking about physical weariness. In the Hebrew, it relates to an emotional and a mental condition. It's talking about being worn out emotionally. I can't take it no more. It's about being on the verge of a breakdown and having anxiety attacks and stress attacks and you just your mind's about to snap because you got so much going on and you get worn out by the day-in and day-out battles that go on in your life because you really haven't discovered that the battle's already won. So you get tired of the fight. Mm, Jesus. You get weary for contending for and what you're believing for. And you get to the point where you just don't want to believe for it anymore and you don't want to battle for it anymore. And you say, well, this is just... How it is. This Christian life is just a struggle. And I'm just going to have to struggle through it by God's help. Come on, there's a better place to live, ladies and gentlemen. There's a place, there's an abundant life. Come on now. So then what happens is you become a person that starts coping with life instead of a person that conquers life. I mean, God's called you to be more than a conqueror. He didn't call you to be more than a coper. Well, I'm just coping in Jesus' name. Uh, then I stole my dog, stole my car, stole my I'm just coping. How you coping? I'm taking Prozac. How about just being more than a conqueror? Come on now. More than a conqueror. Hmm? And then what happens is when we become copers, we spend all of our time and all of our energy learning how to cope. We're trying to balance it out in our minds and balance it out and negotiate with, 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 with demonic forces so that we can have peace. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of. Amen? Instead of trying to overcome. Am I helping anybody today? Yes, sir. Come on now. He comes to wear out your mind. You get exhausted in, your, in the area of your mind and, and all your mental, mental capacity just gets drained. You don't have capacity for, to be able to even love anybody anymore. Somebody walks up and say, how you doing? You snap at them. Get out of my face. I thought you was a Christian. I am, bless God. Hmm? Ooh. People get exhausted and they say, well, you know, Every day I get up, i got to face the same thing. i got to go through the same struggles. I, I I got no tomorrow because when I get up, the thing that's going to be standing at the end of my bed waiting on me will be there every day. And emotionally, you just get worn out from it and worn down from it. And then it opens up the door for the demonic to begin to demonize and tear down. And Next thing you know, you're not even under your own control anymore. You've just given your will over to the enemy. You drag into church on Sunday, 15 minutes late. I made it. (laughs) Trying to get passionate in worship. Takes five songs and Justin's done in four, so you're out of luck. (laughs) He's just about to break through on number five. Because you're so worn out when you get here, amen? Emotionally drained from the battle that goes on every day, having to struggle, trying to get one foot in front of the other. Huh? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Trying to keep your head above the water. But yes. well, listen to me, I've come to tell somebody today that the word says, They that know their God shall be strong and they shall do exploits. Yes. You're going to do great things because he's a great God. So, what's an exploit? It means that you're a conqueror. We just call you conquistador. Yes. Hmm? Well, that's the title. We heard about bishop and apostle. And then what's the meaning? Oh, yes. I'm conquistador. I have a word from God. I'm conquistador. A conqueror. Come on, more than a conqueror. Beyond being a conqueror. Doing great exploits for God. So what's a great exploit? When you walk into a room somewhere and you're the only believer in there, and there's 20 people standing around that ain't believers, and you leave the room and there's 20 people in there that are believers. That's a great exploit. Hmm? Oh, come on now. See, when you, when you begin to operate in faith like that, God's peace begins to rule your inner man, and you, you walk in that strength, that joy is there. You can get up every day and face the same things that come at you every day, but you face them from a point of victory, not a point of defeat. Hmm? And instead of them having you under the barrel, you have them under your feet. Mm. Come on, somebody shout praise the Lord. Hallelujah!
1: Christian Women's Fellowship meets the first Saturday of every month for a wonderful time of fellowship, prayer, worship, and sharing. This interdenominational meeting is attended by ladies representing 30 different churches. Come join us for a wonderful breakfast every first Saturday of the month at 9 a.m., in the Truth Church Cafe, located at 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. Again, located at 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. Please call ahead and RSVP at 772-464-7012. And that number again is 772-464-7012. I will run. You I will
2: run forever. G4 Summer Camp is here. Ten weeks of Super Summer Camp has already started. Free breakfast and lunch. Drop off as early as 6.30 a.m. and pick up as late as 6 p.m. Huge AC game room, slime wars, water days, field trips, swimming, movies, bowling, parks, beaches, museums, cultural exhibits, laser tag, board games, video games, and much, much more. Every Friday there is a fantastic theme party. G4 Summer Camp is located at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce, Florida, right in the heart of St. Lucie County. Easy access to I-95 and the turnpike. Ten weeks of kid-tested fun has already begun. Space is still available, but limited. For registration or more information, the number is 772-464-1597. That number again is 772-464-1597. What are the key elements to being a Christian? Well, you may not be dead physically, but according to the Word of God, until Jesus Christ comes into your life, you are dead spiritually. That means you are dead toward God. That means that God can't communicate with you. You can't communicate with God. Dr. David Jeremiah gives us insight into
1: basics of the Christian faith. Next time on Turning Point.
0: Listen to Turning Point at 12.30 p.m. Monday through Friday on the Good News Station, WCNO. This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City.
1: Welcome to Family Matters, a daily look inside the real world of parents and their children.